Welcome to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, guiding those with an Earth mission to remember cosmic disclosures of all kinds. A production of CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to Ground Crew Adventures. We came to Earth with a mission. We promised we wouldn't forget and we forgot everything, got a tiny bit lost, but we're here now and remembering it all in order to bring it home. My name is Shala. Thank you listeners, participators in chat so much for being here. Thank you Nancy for giving me the chance to produce this show. Well you're producing the show, I'm just talking. <laughs> and we are, as lightworkers and starseeds, bringing our multidimensionality home during the great bifurcation of time and as we try to make sense of it all ascending this realm while remaining in the eye of the storm. I hope to bring you the latest space weather, Schumann resonance updates, news and insights from other starseeds and lightworkers across the world, and galactic disclosure of all kinds. And we've got a lot to get through today, so let's get straight into some Schumann resonance news. We've had a blackout again. It's been 24 hours now. I'm recording this on the 6th, so we're two days um, coming up for the Lionsgate portal, which is always a big event with Sirius rising. And so, yeah, it's it's actually out on the Russian one as well. And the one in Kumiana is also just giving us a flat reading. So uh, something's going on because we can feel it, can't we? The, the energy is just crazy at the moment. And Lasco as well, this is kind of proof that something's going on, is, that monitors the sun took the data down and there was one halo burst um, that I saw and a girl in the universe actually saw a couple got taken down I think so um, and a halo burst is a flare that comes out of the whole sun all the way around and we are the monitors now you know there's such excitement and anticipation in the air and here's some news from a girl in the universe.com actually Schumann resonance missing as of midnight last night all Schumann resonance tools went down, some completely offline. This is because they pull from the main Russian site and currently that site is completely offline. It's interesting because the last time it went offline like this, it was just it was just us in the United States that couldn't reach it. And the last time that happened was during our presidential election. I find that very interesting. But we already know what's happening with the energies. You feel it within you. You understand how your body reacts to the energies and how they affect you. The magnetosphere today is calmer than it has been in the last few days, giving you a day to catch up today, allowing your system to get the needed updates it may have missed or give you a break today. Whichever you're experiencing, remember to reach high. Imagine setting your energy as high as you can. Hold it and balance it at that level. Anchor your light in and share it out to your territory around you. Listen to what calls and follow that inner knowing within. You are tapping into you on a whole new level. You have evolved and grown. You are magical and it's showing. And I have a great insight and, or vision. I'm not quite sure what it was. It was like a daydream that happened without me thinking about it, if you, you know what I mean. Um, but I really would like to share, as I think it would give you all some comfort as we're waiting for things to happen 
here down on the ground because I think I saw this because I was asking why you know why we're we not seeing things happening quicker I guess a lot of us are uh, asking these questions and um, so as we uncover more and more about what's happening uh, down here on earth what I saw in, in this daydream was a, a high court where we as the light workers truthers and starseeds that are boots on the ground here uncovering and speaking the truth are actually giving evidence in this high court we've got wings and everything guys it's like wow and things are happening at a soul level and like, I felt a sense of relief because it feels like we trawl through information doesn't it sometimes and nothing is happening you know we have these websites saying things are happening when they're not and um, this had to be done at a soul level guys and as above so below it seems the soul has to go through some sort of portal to reincarnate somewhere else to learn lessons they need to grow so either we'll see people here um, drop their body you know i.e. suicide or they die suddenly and I have actually noted a few famous deaths on mainstream so mm, and uh, a, a Q Delta said about uh, suicide week so that's kind of a coincidence maybe um, that's what's you know but that's what's going on what's happening in the um, higher realms is happening and this is being done at monadic level and so it's all got to come come back um, it's you know as above so below we've got to let that pan out here um, on on earth in 3d so that that will take effect but it is manifesting and this is how um, it's going to be and there was a lot of galactic battles and battles in the higher realms that took place a lot of us were battling in dream time and in meditations we were taking off to witness certain things and a lot of grid work and now it seems to be that justice is taking place these courthouses in the higher realms are taking place and things should start um, appearing here on earth so we shall see and we've got really exciting space weather news as well the solar maximum might come a year early solar cycle 25 is heating up faster than expected the latest sign may be found in sunspot counts from july 2021 continuing a trend that started last year they overperform the officials forecast and some could say guys this is divine intervention <laughs> photonic light not only kills viruses it nano or black goo cannot survive um, with this type of light that is streaming in as well from the blazars and quasars that we talked about before and the sun is what we need to awaken our DNA what they call the junk DNA and these streams of light are coming in and that's what we can feel and uh, I'll try and leave a picture of the graph but I had a problem of the Aurora one last week to leave so I'll try and uh, put that up but it only takes a few of us to read things and look at things and the subconscious goes to work so the sun to me is, is an answer to everything because I said light is what we need to um, help this there's uh, a report that Lisa Renee did about black goo back in 2015 and she was describing it as photonic light was uh, being shone on it it was writhing around in these sort of death throes apparently and it, you know it knew of its own demise 
and it was writhing around because it's sentient stuff. That's the alien black goo um, that we're talking about here, this magnetic-y sort of stuff. Um, so that is really good news. It's just absolutely amazing. And we've got other things as well. We've got um, the sun. They found another sun and a, and a whole another solar system. But I will start with NASA. I know it's never a straight answer, but this seems pretty interesting. It's the Mail Online have reported this. Meet our sun's solar twin. NASA discovers a nearby star that may be just 600 million years old <laughs> only and looks like a young version of the sun and it could shed light on how life formed on Earth. NASA astronomers use multiple observations to study a nearby young star. Kappa 1 Ceti has a similar mass radius temperature and brightness to the Sun. The star is much younger than the Sun at just 600 to 750 million years old. This means astronomers can use it as an analogue for a young solar system. In a NASA study they looked at the likely power of stellar winds from the star. So that also ties in with something else I found. This is on Microsoft News from the Daily Express. Solar System 2.0, Earth-like planet found in nearby star system, and it could support life. I wonder if that's why Bezos and what's his name, or Virgin Pants, is flying off up to space at the moment. The star L98-59 is only 35 light years away from Earth, and its orbiting planets have piqued the interest of experts. Two of them, nearest to the star, are likely dry, but one, Ocean World, could be a prime candidate for supporting alien life. It has just half the mass of Venus, but a large portion of that mass seems to be made up of potentially life-supporting oceans, according to research published in the journal Astronomy and Astrophysics on Thursday. That's this week as well. Maria Zapataro Osario an astronomer at Spain's Centre for Astrobiology said, the planet in the habitable zone may have an atmosphere that could protect and support life. Experts used the Expresso instrument on the European and Southern Observatory to study the tiniest exoplanets ever detected. They found the ocean world, but L98-59b which is the most exciting of the bunch, is too tiny for scientists to directly image or analyse the chemical makeup of its atmosphere. They have hypothesised it could carry water based on the data they could extrapolate about its mass, but it's close enough to its star to be warm enough but not boiling hot. So it sounds pretty, pretty cool. I thought that was really, really interesting. And disclosure is happening. It's just we have to sort of look for it in different various... Uh, they seem to be putting it out in a lot of the physics and astrophysics magazines. And maybe that's just classed as disclosure and then mainstream are not uh, picking it up or something. So I'm not sure. But it, it's really interesting. I mean... Who knows what the entity they call mainstream news is actually doing or going to do. Are they going to go? Are they going to stay? 
are they going to get turned off? We just don't know. They're an entity all of their own and I wish they'd just go because it's not helping us guys very much here on the ground. But then the news I had earlier, the insight, I was actually washing the dishes. It, it's kind of brought me so much comfort realising because we feel a bit helpless here. So let's go on with some MJ12 disclosures from the Majestic Messages of Disclosure document that I have. And this is about the human, um, again, and, and other great stuff. I've picked a, a good selection, I think, this week. And we've got a document as well. There's some links in this, doc, uh, this document. This one's a CIA document that we're going to be reading as well. It's really, really interesting. So, this species human is a carefully engineered vessel by hundreds of races who have spent millions of years perfecting the medium to experience light in. Humans are not shitty biological computers. That's a relief, we kind of know. <laughs> they are infinite light beings having a human experience. Life is hard for many because infinite light is immediately attacked and bombarded with mind control, technology, medical, entertainment, books, music, songs, etc. that do not allow a newly welcomed Isby on Earth to discover their Isby before being responsible to make life decisions. Not everybody evolves at the same time, and nor is, in a, it is, nor is it in our interest to violate their free will to live a life of ignorance. The path of self-enlightenment is ultimately an ultimately majestic reality lies within. We only need a critical mass, and others will follow due to human nature. We only need a small subsection of the population aware for the operation to succeed. Prepare yourself mentally for the heightened state of consciousness that will be required in order to survive. And this is part three. This one's about Earth. Question. How much is known to us and how much is unknown? I guess what I'm asking about is how much of our human history, that is, that has been presented to us is true. How much is distorted? How much has been fabricated? We seem to know so little about our existence, purpose, etc. Does this make sense? Answer. Imagine the totality of information in the universe could be expressed by the quantity of atoms on planet Earth. Your life's knowledge acquired will result in less than one quark's worth of information there is in the universe to be learned. Life is a spark of light. Meditation is key. The brain filters out that which you cannot see with the mind's eye. The sum of knowledge on Earth is roughly one trillionth of the knowledge in the universe. Some information your body restricts you to learn. There are many universes and the names and the name of each of them is less important than understanding what it is. Higher levels of consciousness see the multiverse as iterations over a hyperdimensional geometric shape that essentially is the master shape of each universe. That's a, wow. Values change, not infinite though. Think of it this way. Every neuron in your brain is a galaxy. Every considerable kind of information that could pass through a neuron is a star cluster, a solar system, a planet, a country, person, cell, particle, energy. 5,000 T connections. 5,000 T planets. If the universe has maximum capacity, fortunately we are very far away from reaching that capacity. We have roughly 200 trillion Earth years in brackets remaining before dot 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 life is a spark of light. Question. 
Do you think if we make it to the end without destroying ourselves, we can leave this universe and create our own? Answer. You are misunderstanding what a universe is. Question. I see my error. Sorry about that. All is one, right? So the universe is one giant sentient life form, right? Answer. Yes. And there are others. Planets are life forms according to the domain. Planetary population limits of 500,000 is actually an effort of the EBE, so that's extraterrestrial biological entity, and ISBE is immortal spiritual biological entity, okay? So the EBE, which is extraterrestrial, who controlled Hitler and who controlled the United States prior to POTUS. Planets do have maximum capacities in order to be 100% sustainable. 500 million is for a small planet about that the size of Earth. Question. What is the Earth's maximum capacity? Answer. Around 3 billion. There is a mass extinction event that is relatively imminent, but co-creative consciousness time makes predicting such events nearly impossible. ME events occur when the negative karma of a planet implodes on its own weight and a reset occurs. Earth may survive. And we know Earth's going to survive. <laughs> How many recorded mass extinctions have there been? How many years between mass extinction events? How many years overdue is Earth currently? The only thing that is holding the mass extinction back is the Majestic 12. Planets ascend when the critical mass population ascends. We create a reality. Earth isn't going to pull a non-ascended beings into its realm of existence. It's going to try to purge them. Question. Can we do something about it? Answer. Evolve your consciousness to fourth density and help others and help others enhance their own consciousness. Comment. All evil ends. The evil ones either die or see the light. Answer. Death is an illusion. You are misunderstanding fundamental concepts of the universe to satisfy the illusion that light always wins. Light does not always win. If it did, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in right now. Sometimes you only need, all you only need are three isbies in unity working together to manifest powerful change through intent and willpower. Do not forget, message over messenger. Tomorrow will be an interesting day to say the least. No spoilers. The power of 369 is real. Use it. There are around a dozen accounts already engaging on a nearly daily basis. The strength of their collective consciousness combined with the power of 369 is impressive. Quote, it's fun. Childlike feeling fun. I love this. This is That's what manifesting nines feels like. The kingdom of heaven sounds glorious, doesn't it? Sounds like something you'd want to spend your life's work to get to. When you get there, what happens? What happens when you've been brainwashed as slaves and that the true kingdom of heaven is actually full awareness of consciousness? There are many things one must do to heal and enable their pineal gland for non-sleep. Cross-reference with conventional cover stories issued in Stargate Series 1 Plus. Antarctica ET presence and this fake news cover story. Any and all attempts to subvert new class technology will be met with lethal force. Nothing can stop what's coming. Nothing. And then there was a, a link which I wanted to show you. It's a CIA document. I'm just scrolling up to find it. On the 
13th of Jan 1988 and it says CIA session summary approved for release this was in 2000 so I'm not sure why it hasn't got out this I found on project Apario guys it's an epic website I do suggest you go on there it's um an on-site research facility and there's stuff about JFK on there there's all sorts of stuff going up I'm into the um galactic disclosure and the spiritual disclosures but there's so many other rabbit holes if you wanted to dive down and take your pick so the site of this is the galactic federation headquarters hmm. now i'm going to try and read as much as i can because it's in writing impression of a structure located on the flat top of what seems to be something like aol i think that's her personal reference eight eight something i can't read that um there are streaking rays emanating from or going into this structure aol like sun streaks inside this structure it is dark cool rough stone cavern like from from one something overhead the view is dark oh one light overhead the view is dark black a feeling of nothingness upon descending we got the impression of very high rugged peaks there is a flat plateau like area and below this is a blue body of water that seems to be surrounded by flat open grassy plain like Titicaca from two miles up uh, 200 miles up I find myself moving up a causeway with a rough with rough stone walls on both sides and then AOL Egypt is in brackets at this time I sense a presence nearby at the end of the causeway is a long dimly lit rectangular corridor constructed of smooth dressed stone on all sides at the end of the corridor is a steep incline with a high ceiling also constructed of smooth stone like a pyramid at the end of this corridor is a huge room with very high high walled ceiling there is a large polished stone platform in this room like an altar there are white robot entities in a semicircle to one side their attention seems to be focused on the platform the room is dimly lit there is a feeling of something sacred holy almost religious about this place this place seems familiar as if I've been here before I climbed onto the platform and laid down I was then illuminated by a brilliant shaft of white light from head to toe the light was coming from overhead the robot figure then moved from behind the group and stared and stood next to me with a hand outstretched over my solar plexus I left the session with a feeling that I should have remembered something I mean wow <laughs> we didn't get that did we in 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 MSM <laughs> we were waiting for those other documents to be disclosed and it is it's just happening all over and that was in 2000 that got released so 
It took a long time for it to get out through the grapevine of disclosures. But I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did, because I was really excited reading that, especially seeing it's Galactic Federation headquarters, so I wonder. And I'll carry on reading some of this Majestic 12 stuff. Someone said, please turn down the thermostat up there, it's melting the glaciers. Answer, wear sweaters, it's by design. Ice needs to melt in order to force disclosure. It will not cause harm to the planet. Planets survive climate change. Humans must adapt. Society is vulnerable because satanic mindset technology was developed and forced onto people. New technology will help humanity adapt. Question. Is it true that Earth, Gaia, asked for and got permission to transition into a fourth density planet? I think I'm quoting Corey Good. Answer. Ask would not be the right word. A child doesn't ask to go into puberty. Explain the physical transition a child goes through as they enter puberty. Will Earth evolve likewise? Earth will transform. Leave the past in the past. Essential to release your burden and understand that the person whom others see you as you is not who you actually are. All decisions you make by your own name that shape the opinions of how others perceive you is the burden you must release and forgive all lower density actions. It's not your fault. No matter what it is, we are all flawed. To borrow a phrase from religion, let God love you. Love God. God be in your exoconsciousness. Don't worry, we're not going to betray the people who we swore to protect during this transition. Trust the plan. Meaning you release your burden, accept your innocence. Therefore you forgive yourself. You are the plan. And there's nothing more majestic than the Great Awakening. They, in a kill box like uh, the Q post, Want you divided? Far from a lot of things, however. Being far from a child is the wrong way of thinking. In order to understand exoconsciousness and universal love, the mind of a child is most compatible. Rejecting that frame of mind is why Earth is rooted in evil to begin with. All Isby avatars are beautiful. And Isby stands for, yeah, as I said, immortal, spiritual biological entity I wanted to make sure um, you knew that and I'm gonna try and explain now and I hope Sam's there to help in the chat with with pictures um, the what I found out and what Sam's helped well we've both really worked out what the 369 um, actually means and for this I'm gonna have to explain about what Mandelbrots are now Mandelbrots are actually made, I'm going to read um, a few bits out about that, but Mandelbrots are actually made by um, Benoit Mandelbrot and it's actually called the thumbprint of God, that's what scientists have, have um, coined it, termed it if you like, and if you look at Mandelbrot sets on maybe YouTube videos, I've got a lot of them, just type it in and um, you zoom into it and it's like fractal realities and fractal universes and it just goes on infinitely let's find this I've just got to find the uh, actual link <laughs> and read it out this is in uh, it's Len Hurley and his world of fractals it's just best I describe the fractal reality a little bit if you didn't know what a Mandelbrot set was. 
just ask Len Hurley, who's enthralled by them. Len, who lives at Buff Point on the central coast, is a bit of a fractal buff. He's been creating them on computers since 1990. When Len first saw a fractal, he said it was an earth-shattering moment. I was fascinated, he said. Fractals, which are never-ending patterns, are hard to comprehend for mere mortals. And they are. I was lost in fractals for about three months uh, back a couple of years ago. And I've only just put all this together with, with the 369 and um, other things, which I'm going to explain after this. If you want to know about the basics, there's a video on YouTube called The Colours of Infinity, Len said. Arthur C. Clarke and a couple of professors doing a very good job at describing the basics of it. In the documentary, Dr. Michael Barnsley spoke of fractals in a mysterious way. He said they could be magnified forever and had infinite precision, but they are not touchable. Another scientist said fractals have been described as the thumbprint of God. One type of fractal is known as the Mandelbrot set. It was named after Benoit Mandelbrot, a mathematician who discovered the existence of fractals. Mandelbrot described fractals as the most complex object in mathematics. He said, they were so complex and chaotic they were uncontrollable by mankind. They've also been described as great mathematical masterpieces. This because you need um, you know Tester says about 369, well if you have a look at imaginary numbers, um, complex numbers also as well, and uh, they they are, it's hard to <laughs> describe the maths, because that, once you start looking at all these um, equations and algebra and all this maths, it, it can kind of confuse you, but 369 is the basics of it, and you've got chaos, uh, which is the in the Julia set, which is the edges of the fractals, the chaos. But 369 is like a vortex, or because you're using the imaginary numbers, is a vortex out. It's, it, it's a vortex out of the chaos, if you like. So I'm going to carry on describing this. It doesn't surprise us because Len's fractal artworks are impressive. He created his first fractal on a tiny Mac computer, the first color Mac. That came out. I've been doing them for 27 years on and off, mainly on, he said. You need a hell of a computer to do them. How of, how I do them, he said. I mean, he goes in. Uh, be best fractal Zoom ever, uh, if you want to watch it on Zoom. Len described his interest like this. Some people are into things like guitars and motor vehicles. I spent a lot of my time on fractals. There are many types of fractals. I'm into every one of them. He posted more than 500 fractals on his website. So, as we know, life is full of fractals. Everywhere you look, there is this Fibonacci spiral and the fractals everywhere in things that are growing. So, it's that that I wanted to get you to understand if you didn't know about the Mandelbrot, that it kind of is expressing our universe. Okay? And... What I have noticed, if you look at a picture, I'm going to put it in chat, of the start of a Mandelbrot it, and put it on its side. It looks like a human waveform when you're speaking words. And we can't see this waveform only when we're recording our voice. So the, our thoughts have waveforms, our actions have waveforms, and our words have waveforms. 
and depending on the words we speak create this reality now if you take Q's posts for example uh, or MJ12's posts if you've seen them or poetry now if you put a, imagine a mirror or if you can do this as a practice put a mirror next to the uh, poem or imagine that and you've got uh, if you turn that on its side you've then got a waveform so written word as well is creating that and if you some of the um, anons actually went in to describe the um, mirrored posts that Q did as bombs when you look at them when you put a mirror next to them if you actually turn it on its side it's a waveform and it's creating realities it's creating the reality that uh, of awakening by putting this information out because yes Q is a psyop so is MJ12 but it's a counter psyop if you like it's a psyop within psyops it's a psyop to teach you to get you to think for yourself and work out um, because there's a lot of questions where we have to work out the answers we're not being spoon-fed the answers and and so I'm going off on one but it's very hard to explain this um, in words so <laughs> mirroring this and putting it on its side we can use we can obviously use numerology and use 369 to make the words that we're writing or speaking even more potent in manifestation for these fractal universes but hopefully you can see what I mean and I hope Sam is in the chat to help but our thoughts, words and actions all create these waveforms and all create fractal realities and that is what we're doing that is how you technically bust out of the matrix when you know it because I've had this as confirmation as well I spoke to Viper who runs MJ12 Hub and he said yes this is it um, and he's worked and decoded the MJ12 post I'm guessing since it began because he's really knowledgeable and he's helped me a lot and he said yep you're breaking free of the matrix so um, if you don't understand let me know in the chat or leave I'm going to put this up on YouTube because I'm allowed to upload for some reason again but I'm on a warning until October I've got this red line on it and it says warning so I've got to be kind of a good girl <laughs> but my um, other my research videos are going on BitChute so that's the same username just Shala as as YouTube you will find me on on BitChute as well so next I think we should do I didn't do a herb last week we're gonna do ancient healing modalities and I really want to talk about borage which is star flower it's known as star flower and how absolutely amazing this is and how the ancients knew about it and um, it's classed as a weed I think in some countries I know it was here uh, I have it growing and it fascinated me the, the, the flower and it's star flower or borage and they do look like little purple purpley blue stars and the bees love them and you're gonna love them guys so I actually my my new email address starflowerherbs at protonmail.com is in in <laughs> honor of this plant because it's just truly amazing and I'm going to be making some oil and uh, some dried flowers as well to use for them to, to sell but ultimately it's a weed you can find it anywhere and you can 
make all this yourself so I'm not I'm not trying to sell anything but let's find out what's so special about this seed oil some herbs and botanicals like curcumin in turmeric for example are backed by clinical trials and kinds of credible research unfortunately it isn't the, currently isn't the case for starflower oil although there are lots of wellness claims attached to the use of the seed oil evidence behind them is mostly anecdotal There's, there's a lot, I mean this is on Holland and Barrett this one. Joint easing, skin clearing, weight losing, mood balancing, PMS busting. Is there anything that starflower star oil can't do? Some people even believe it's a hangover cure. In this post we explore four wellness benefits associated with this supplement and whether there is any truth behind the claims. People have used the leaves and flowers from starflower in cooking for thousands of years. However, the discovery of the wellness benefits of the plant seed oil is relatively recent, but we're now seeing starflower oil pop up more and more in capsules and as nutritional supplements, as an oil for topical skin care as well. What is starflower oil? It's a golden coloured oil extracted from the seeds of the borage plant, or Borajo officinalis, to give it its formal Latin title. Due to its star-shaped blue flowers, borage is often dubbed starflower, and its nickname is common, commonly used when describing the oil. All star seeds need starflower oil. <laughs> borage is a botanical that's associated with many wellness benefits. It's down to the flowering herb being jam-packed with fatty acids and antioxidants. You'll find it growing in the Mediterranean region but it's also cultivated in other countries, including the UK and the US. Starflower oil comes in main, two main forms, capsules or soft gels or as a liquid oil. That's what I'm going to be, I'm making a liquid oil, got my oil maker. Um, so starflower oil versus borage oil, is there a difference? Starflower oil and borage oil are alternate, alternative names for the same liquid. So that's cleared that up. And it's extracted from the seeds of the borage plant and it's got it's unanimously agreed that starflower oil is an exceptional source of GLA that's gamma linolenic acid so gamma linolenic acid and it may be sufficient reason for you to give this supplement a well-deserved spot in your wellness routine GLA is an omega-6 fatty acid that is found in various plant oils, including starflower oil and even in primrose oil. About one third of the content of starflower oil is GLA, around 26 to 38 percent to be more precise. This is sufficiently more than other seed oils. Your body converts GLA into prostaglandin, gland, yeah, glandin, a hormone-like chemical which gives your body important fighting abilities. So it's no surprise that starflower oil is the subject of much research in relation to reducing symptoms of various chronic inflammatory conditions. For example, it's often connected to relieving joint pain caused by rheumatoid arthritis and inflammatory skin conditions such as atomic, atopic dermatitis. However, there's a lot of buzz around GLA's influence on hormone regulation. This fuels speculation that it could aid PMS and menopause symptoms. So it's a miracle, it really is. 
it helps as well. I found um, another interesting link I want to read out. Um, this one goes really quite into it. The Three Faces of Borage at the Flower Essence Society org. For thousands of years, wise women and shamans have cultivated the law of medicinal plants based on their intuitive and inner perception because I knew that I needed to grow starflower and I, I ate the flower and I was like, no, it's nice, it feels, makes me feel calm and I was actually going through a stage where I needed to feel calm. So we have to trust in our inner knowing and we're going to hopefully talk about cellular telepathy if I've got time a little bit later. Um, where was I? <laughs> the ancient herbal tradition focused primarily on physical healing with some relatively rudimentary and generic potions for mental and emotional conditions. Homeopathy, developed 200 years ago, is a relative newcomer in the field of natural medicine. Yet its founder, German physician Sam Samuel Hahnemann, translated texts of herbal medicine from around the world and used medicinal herbs as the primary source of his newly formulated pharmacy. From the very beginning, homeopathy was deeply rooted in the rich lore of herbal knowledge from the ancient past. The refinement protest of the homeopathic pharmacy brought out the subtle power of plants to heal a range of issues including mental, emotional, behavioural and energetic imbalances. Yet homeopathic remedies maintains the strength of their herbal predecessors in addressing physical conditions as well. Still more recently, the flower essence system of healing has taken the medicinal uses of plants to yet another level of refinement. Developed by first by English physician Edward Bach, the flower essence system focuses entirely on emotional healing. So I think they do Bach flower essences, don't they? And that's like a rescue uh, remedy and it actually helps heal all of your other bodies as well. Your energetic body, your spiritual body, we've got all these different layers to us and it actually heals that. Then in turn, it will soak in, if you like, to our bodies, what I've seen. And then it heals the cells of our body as well. We have to heal the outer to be able to heal the inner. And that's something we're just kind of learning about. Integral home homeopathy bridges ancient herbal law, classical homeopathy and the modern practice of flower essence therapy. Integral homeopathy offers a more complex use of medicines by considering a variety of perspectives. All three tradition, in all three traditions, herbs, homeopathy, flower essences use medicinal plants in ways that overlap, yet each maintains its own perceptual lens. This article examines how each of the three healing modalities views plants and their powers to heal using a model in the common pot herb, borage. Borage will first be introduced through the objective lens of botanic botany as Borajo officinalis, so traditional botany. That's how they describe uh, the, do they have to word things really difficultly, don't they? But I think that's what they're trying to say. We're going through all different uh, botanical herbal homeopathies. So traditional botany, thought to originate in Syria, Borage is now naturalised throughout most of Europe and the United States. It flourishes as a weed near houses and on rubbish heaps. While many modern gardeners, gardeners consider it a nuisance, it was traditionally grown in gardens to use as a herb for its edible flowers and for its ability to increase, in, increase the yields of honey. 
The plant is easily recognised by its white prickly hairs and its bright blue star-shaped flowers. It grows to about one to two inches high, with many hollow, almost succulent branching stems. The ovia to lancer, lanceolate leaves are three inches long and one and a half inches wide, growing in alternate patterns up the stems. The lower leaves are stalk, with, stalked with stiff, one-celled hairs on the upper surface as well as on the veins below. The deep green leaves have sinuous, wavy margins. The inch-wide inch bright blue star-shaped flowers have prominent black anthers forming a cone at the centre. The fruits consist of brownish-black nutlets in groups of four. <laughs> Borage does, not, does well in ordinary soil. It can be propagated by division of rootstocks. However, it's easily grown from seed, which it does quite successfully on its own year after year. It, it certainly does. The seeds often grow in the same place. I've got borage plants popping up all over the place in my peas, everywhere. And it helps um, if you're growing. They, I think it's the purple violety colour of the flowers that actually attracts the bees. And they absolutely love it from morning till night. They're out there really on it and there's all sorts of different bees we've got worker bees bumbler bees all with their little pollen mussels i call them they look so cute <laughs> according to the u.s department of agricultural agriculture borage contains macronutrients such as carbohydrates proteins fats fiber glucose and galactose, and gamma linolenic acid an essential fatty acid which we talked about Vitamins such as absorbic acid, vitamin C, beta-carotene, pro-vitamin A, and chloroline, niacin, roboflavin, and thiamine. Elements of the vitamin B complex. Minerals including calcium, cobalt, iron, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, sodium, and zinc. And we could surely use mineralizing because our brain and our neurology, all those planets and star systems inside our neurons, we need mineralizing <laughs> so it's a good thing to um to, to have this plant in our arsenal of healing i think other plant components including allantolin lactic acid malic acid rosmarinic acid and tannin so it sounds good doesn't it origins of the common name while there are many popular theories as to the origin of the name borage is believed that the Latin borajo is a corruption of the word coraggio, having the root or core, heart, and argo is I lead. So I lead with my heart. The plant was said to have a cordial effect, i.e. to have a tonic and strengthening effect on the heart. The Italian bora and French bora, signifying hair or wool, are derived from the Latin bura. A flock of wool. These names for the plant apparently refer to its thick covering of short hairs. Interestingly, the herbalist Hans Henslow suggested that Celtic Barach, meaning a man of courage, relates to the borage plant as well. And that's in a book called Grieve 1971. Let's look at the historical and herbal use. The French herbalist Gerard discussed borage by referring to the ancient Greek naturalist Pliny, Pliny, who said the plant maketh a man merry and joyful. The first century Greek physician 
mentioned the use of borage to comfort the heart, purge melancholy, and quiet the lunatic person. Both were so we everyone could have a bit of borage with all this bifurcation madness going on. <laughs> Both Pliny and Discorides believed borage was the famous nepenthe of Homer, which then which when steeped in wine brought about forgetfulness. Well, John Evelyn, the 17th century English herbalist, spoke of borage to revive the hypochondriac and cheer the hard student, while his contemporary Culpepper used the plant for putrid and pestilential fever and the venom of serpents, jaundice, <laughs> consumption, sore throat and rheumatism. Well, that's a, a, a an all-stops, one-stop-does-all remedy. The tops of borage were used throughout Europe as a pot herb for making soups and stews and the young leaves were often added to salads with a faint cucumber-like flavour and the leaves can impart coolness on sweetened drinks. It has been added to vinegars and wine to enhance flavour and the flowers were traditionally made into candies. Modern herbals consider this plant a diuretic promoting the activity of the kidneys, a dermuculant soothing raspy sore throats and an emollient. It is used for fevers and pulmonary complaints. Other modern herbalists use borage as a restorative for adrenal cortex and for people who are overworked, exhausted and burnt out. The leaves stimulate production of milk in nursing mothers. Modern clinical trials have shown that borage seed oil reduces cardiovascular reactivity to the stress by reducing the systolic blood pressure and the heart rate by increased, uh, increased task performance. It helps prevent inflammation of the gastrointestinal mucosa in cases of allergy and infection. It may also assist in iron absorption. It has also been useful as an eye wash to relieve irritation. It has an expectorant action, promoting the loosening of phlegm in a cough. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the, rich, the oil was rich in gamma linolenic and linolenic acid, used as, a used as a source of prostaglandins to treat menstrual problems and chronic skin conditions. Combined with evening primrose oil, it can reduce blood cholesterol levels. It's a miracle, this flower, isn't it? As Samuel Henneman established in Principles of Homeopathic Medicine between 1796 and 1804, one of the key tenets was that action of a medicinal substance is discovered through an empirical process of proving. This process involves healthy people ingesting the substance and empirically nothing. By self-observation, all the resulting psychological and physiological changes. Borage has recently been added to the homeopathic pharmacopa through such proving, conducted by four provers under the supervision of Stephen Olson. He must be an important man. The resulting proving journals were published in Olson 1997. So that is a wonder herb, guys. I think we might have it growing over, and I'll leave a picture of that as well. <coughs> Excuse me, in the chat. And I'll, um, if, if anyone wants to email me for these pictures, if you can't get them on YouTube, give me an email at starflowerherbs at protonmail and I will send them to you. And, and any links as well, I can send you a PDF of all the links.
I haven't got long left, so I'll see how much of this I can read. This is Ascension Glossary, Lisa Renee. It's about cellular integrity. The concept that we are made of trillions of cells that are living organisms of the fundamental units of life force which make up our entire body is important to understand in order to achieve balanced health and strong immunity. Our cells are living sentient components that are constantly communicating with each other to help us maintain cellular integrity for optimum health. Each of our cells are responding to the consciousness vibration that we hold in our body along with the environmental forces and electromagnetic signals they receive as the result of what we're interacting with or what we're being exposed to. If our cells cannot get the life force energy to function efficiently, our health and immunity will become compromised, our tissues and organs will become compromised, and this brings on the onsets of illness or disease. By holding higher consciousness and exploring ways to keep ourselves nourished with spiritual energy and whole nutrients, Cellular integrity is increased to support overall immunity and thus your multidimensional body layers can sustain themselves and stay strong to protect your DNA. Your DNA holds the unique energetic signature of your life stream evolving throughout time and space. It is your personal living light code and consciousness record. It is also supported in some stages of spiritual development to help activate energy transmission in the cells in which radionics, plasma tubes, test stars, or radiant energy frequency transmissions of zero point can help the body regain strength in its immunity. And if you want any help with those as well, I, I understand those terminologies and visualizations, so uh, do get hold of me. Humans need access to free energy in order for cells to function well and overcome disease patterns. And it's the main reason we have been deprived of free energy access. The war over free energy is the war over consciousness. To keep humans oppressed as well, as well as physically and spiritually depleted. Our cells have a very important role in protecting the DNA that is stored within our cells to maintain genetic integrity. When our cells become poisoned with chemicals or overloaded with toxic material, this causes our DNA to become damaged and mutated. The damage to the DNA impacts the cell's ability to produce energy for proper management of bodily functions and the biological immune system. And this damages organs and tissues that further causes inflammation and rapid aging. Cells are designed to replace older cells that become damaged, replicate healthy new cells when they have life force, energy and nutrients available to do so. So we've got like a chi inside there and it's not just um, energy ATP that, that physics and you know, science biology tells us, it's, it's the bio photons as well, the photonic light, um, which our DNA also has as well. And hopefully we're going to do a deeper dive on DNA um, next week, because I think I want to focus on that. We're going to concentrate on, on how awesome you are. And I'll continue reading from the rest of this as well, because it's, it's epic and explains about RNA. DNA and what happens when it's disrupted but what happens when it's actually working to its fullest extent as well so I hope you enjoyed the show and please tune in um, again next week if you can I'm not sure what day this is going out and I'm, I'm letting Nancy decide that one but take care of yourselves and each other 
and spread that love around your territory, warriors. We are doing it. I love you all. Take care. You have been listening to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank <laughs> you.